borderline personality disorder how much do you actually know about bpd well if it's not too much do not worry unfortunately bpd has been found to want to be one of the lesser known mental illnesses and one of the major problems we as practitioners have found is the risk of misdiagnosis especially that's been found in men but from this particular podcast episode we shall be really looking into what bpd looks like and probably some of the treatment options that are available for those who are suffering from bpd i can't wait for you to learn as much as we have Welcome to another new episode of the CBT podcast. I am so glad that you are joining us today. Today's topic is pretty much a psychoeducation on a rather interesting uh, mental illness, borderline personality disorder, otherwise known as BPD. Today we'll just go through um what BPD might look like, maybe some of the treatments just to help you have a better understanding of what someone who might be suffering from BPD might be going through. So first of all, like many other mental illnesses, BPD impacts the way we think and feel about ourselves. Some of the challenges that someone who has BPD or is suffering from BPD might have um can be easily put into a major instability or um just having really unstable emotions really unstable moods um some of the key things that they do struggle with are for example self image issues where the idea or the the way they perceive themselves is pretty unstable um great difficulty in managing your emotions um what sometimes is referred to as emotional dysregulation disorder where you know your mood shifts and you really struggle in terms of how you are controlling your emotions um also there's a pattern of instability even in their relationships with other people it could be with family with friends and work it would feel sort of like a lot of back and forth where things are good then suddenly they're not so great um the cause of bipolar oh, sorry borderline personality disorder um are not very clear but um what has been found through the research that is available um it's been found to be somewhat genetic whereby if someone in your family has suffered from bpd then it is likely that you know someone else in the family could also suffer from bpd um also environmental factors especially um when they're children um you know any history of trauma or neglect has also been found um in individuals who have bpd um the what the tool that we use when it comes to diagnosing the dsm-5 has a criteria on how we diagnose bpd and some of the things in the criteria so it's not that you have to meet every requirement i believe it should be five at least um of the entire criteria um so i'll just run through the list first is having a chronic feeling of emptiness um which sometimes can be seen as a sense of apathy but just a feeling of emptiness or emotional numbness uh the second one is emotional instability especially in reaction to day to day events and it really shifts and not per se in terms of days where you have several days where you're in a particular mood and then it shifts 
even within the day, within, you know, in, in, in a matter of hours, your moods keep shifting. So that is a sign of emotional instability and having that inability to just control your emotions. Um, the third one is whereby you have frantic efforts to avoid real or imagined abandonment. So having a real or imagined, but you know, a sense of fear of abandonment is another key sign of BPD. Um, having an unstable self-image, as we had already mentioned earlier. Um, impulsive behavior. Um, and this could be like in spending and substance abuse, in you know, driving, just taking out, you know, really risky behavior here and there, but very impulsively. So there's no per se intention. Um, another one which many times is where people tend to notice that there could be a problem comes in terms of anger. So whereby someone has maybe an intense reaction, whereby it's a bit more than what might be required or expected. So an intense or inappropriate, you know, show of anger and then just difficulty controlling that anger. Um, sometimes you could find there in lots of physical fights or even just general fights, but the anger is somewhat um, unmanageable. Um, next one is an all or nothing sort of thinking, which is sometimes referred to as splitting. And, um, you know, things are either this way or this way, never coming to any middle ground or having that open mind where you can perceive things a bit wider. It's what would a cognitive distortion refer to as an all or nothing sort of thinking. Um, also, um, having any suicidal behavior or self-harm behavior, as well as threats that are you know constantly being communicated and that's not only for bpd that's a really serious issue that you know should not be taken lightly in any case but in the dsm that is one of the few um yeah criteria that is looked into um lastly would be having any dissociation sort of symptoms dissociation refers to um, any derealization or depersonalization which are so sometimes this is some of the few things that can be really difficult to explain because um and, and sometimes maybe if you've experienced it it's a bit easier to understand but um yeah just any events where maybe you feel sort of out of yourself um you know where you're not in touch with yourself with your actual self you sort of feel like there's a split or also you're not in touch with your environment. So you don't really feel like you're where you actually are. Those are some of the dissociation um, symptoms we'd be referring to. And particularly if they're severe, yeah. And if they're severe, it would definitely be, you know, um, affecting your day-to-day -day activities, how you're relating with people because your perception of environment is somewhat flawed due to this um, dissociative symptoms. Um, you know, it, it definitely affects how you're relating to the different people around you. So basically, those are just some of the main symptoms that um, people who may be suffering from borderline personality disorder could be having. Um, of course, it's always really important if you do suspect um, any you know, mental illness. Um, yes, Google has a lot of information and we're grateful for that. But um, please don't go and do your own assessment. Um, it doesn't hurt to just go and have a mental assessment from any, you know, qualified psychologist. 
they would be able to carry out the right assessment, ask the right questions, and also really see, um, you know, if it could be any other mood-related disorder, not particularly bipolar, sorry, borderline personality disorder, BPD. Um, so just a quick rundown, just to summarize it. So a fear of abandonment, unstable relationships or how you deal with people, um, sort of a shifting self-image of yourself, impulsivity, extreme emotional swings, and that could be even within the day, something we refer to as explosive or intense anger, feelings of emptiness or emotional numbness, yeah, and just as we had mentioned earlier, a real sense of just um, just a lot of instability, yeah. Um, there is treatment available for borderline personality disorder. Um, mainly, we have a lot of talk therapy, which would involve a DBT or CBT as well. Medication can also be brought in. Of course, really depends how severe it might be, although medication has been known to be brought in, especially to help with stabilizing your moods. Um, currently, we're having so many conversations about mental health, and that's really, really great. Of course, just even by you know explaining what borderline personality disorder may look like, it can be very easy to misunderstand individuals who may be aware or not aware that they could be suffering from borderline personality disorder. And, um, you know, sometimes they could say things they do not mean, especially when they're angry. That shifting of, you know, um, moods, especially within a day, can also bring a lot of uncertainty if you're in a relationship. And um, it's very easy to lack empathy or sympathy for, you know, any individual. So it's very important um, to, if you do suspect, find the best way possible to reach out to that individual and suggest um, them getting the right treatment. Um, because when particularly BPD has not been you know, given any treatment, we found individuals really struggle with day-to-day -day activities. Because we are social beings, because we have to interact, if you're having trouble you know, either building relationships, if it's at work, with your family, with your friends, that has a major effect in general, not only in your day-to-day -day life, but has a ripple effect because you might not be able to work as well. You constantly have problems. As an individual, it can be very frustrating because there's no clear reason as to why, you know, the mood swings could be happening or why you know everything just seems pretty, pretty confusing. So, of course, if you do know or suspect, it's always great to just swing by any qualified psychologist, um, get a quick assessment and, yeah, see what's the best way forward for you. So that's it for you. This came as a result of a individual who asked us to give a bit more insight or more information on borderline personality disorder and we're really glad to oblige so of course if you have anything else that you'd like us to maybe expand a bit on give a bit more information or just tips please do let us know we'd really be happy to hear from you and of course um yeah give you the information that you might need in that particular moment so thank you so much for listening today i really hope you have a bit of insight maybe some uh, you know understanding of uh, borderline personality disorder or bpd and um yes i hope it's helpful please do let us know what your thoughts are and of course if you'd like us to um, look into any other you know mental illnesses that are, could be rare you don't fully understand and yeah, we'll definitely do our best to give you that information. 
Thank you so much. And I can't wait to see you in our next episode. Thank you so much for joining us in today's episode it is always a pleasure to have you on board we hope the space was helpful and that you learned a thing or two as usual and as always please be sure to follow us on all our different social media sites that's at cbt kenya we are on facebook twitter and instagram be sure to follow us so that you can get updates on all our different activities be sure to also send this to another friend who can share it to another friend and let's all be part of this amazing journey of sharing mental wellness